Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the guests, man. Today we have two of Team Rhino's finest fighting at Cage Warriors 147 unplugged in the BT Sports Studios. It's Adam Darby and Paddy Wilkinson. Lads, how are we doing? What's going on? How are we, man? Yeah, all good. Can't complain. How are you? Yeah, not Lads. bad at all. Not bad at all. Adam, we're after learning you're an absolute nerd with these cans behind you. Absolutely you know, are. everyone who's watching the show is going to ask, what's the story with the cans? So what's the story with the cans, bud? The story the and which is, is your favorite? I'm a Marvel collector. I'm an avid nerd. Show's the hoodie there. What's me oh, this is Matt. You don't want to see a... Oh, I won't even show you how underneath this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll just start off with... Who, who is your favorite uh, Marvel character then, Adam? That is a tough question. You put me on the spot there now. I needed a bit of notice for that. Um, <laughs> I'd have to go with Iron Man, the original one of the originals. So not a superhero, just has all the gadgets. Like that's that's the goal. Has it? all the gadgets, a lot of money, the way to be. Have days, Paddy. Do you like uh, Marvel yourself? I don't actually follow it whatsoever. And Adam was only recommending there uh, to go see the Black Panther too. The other night, so I went and I actually enjoyed it, but I'm after hearing off Adam, he's not he's not the biggest fan of the new one. Oh, I did, I didn't enjoy it, it was too long. Yeah, you know what? I used to watch all the Marvels, but then I thought they were just turning them out one after the other just for the money, so yeah. I stopped watching them. So, like, if you ask me, I like Thor, why not? He's got a hammer, that's sort of cool. <laughs> I, I got in trouble because I left earlier or something, I didn't know there was something to do with at the end of Marvel movies, you have to stay, and I just couldn't left. Rookie error, yeah, oh, I got. Yeah, the missile's okay. gone mad at me. You're helping the guests now, Paddy. For people tuning in, they know not to leave early. But yeah. this weekend, this weekend is a bigger show than any Marvel movie, Ross. It is indeed. Cage Warriors unplugged back in the BT Sports studios. Uh, Adam, start yourself. What did you first make of when you found out you were going to fight in BT Sports studios as opposed to fighting an arena full of people? I fought, I fought before, you know, I fought in the IMAFs that, that was um, no crowd, so it's not new to me, like, but... Obviously, I prefer the crowd. I was meant to fight last weekend, gone in on the twelfth. Changed my opponents. I said no problem. To put it a week later, now we're good to go. And then what, what about yourself, Paddy? What what do you make of fighting in the BT Sports Studios? Yeah, very similar to Adam. Uh, most of my fights would have been at the IMAFs. So I think something like five of my amateur fights are at the IMAFs. So I'm just used to that kind of enclosure. Now the small crowds at the IMAFs, but ninety percent of them are other competitors or other coaches and stuff so I'm kind of used to that environment so it'd be nice to get back in it'd be a nice one to shake the cobwebs off as such because you get to a point where like Adam loves playing up to the crowd a little bit when he's uh when he's fighting so it'd be nice for me to get that actual cage experience before we jump into the whole showmanship you know exactly no, absolutely. Uh, Adam, obviously, we we watched yourself compete at uh, Belfast. Uh, Paddy, unfortunately, you didn't get to compete at Belfast, but you were in Adam's corner. Adam, uh, you, you sold the show in the opening fight of the night with, with the up kick and then the finish. Uh, what what was that like for you to make your pro debut in front of so many of your friends and family? Uh, it, was, it was inevitable. Like, I've, it was a long time coming, and uh, just, it was great to do it in front of such a good crowd. Me and James, Shane Shane was fighting that night as well. He brought a great crowd. I think we had about four or five hundred people there between us, which is pretty good. Like, yeah, no, it was absolutely epic. You, in fact, you were so excited, you left you left your gloves in the back. <laughs> you're kind of saying. So, for you though. His name was Ross. He hunted me down and he handed it back to me. 
Yeah, just just about. I was I kept them safe, you know. I was like the pro debut gloves. They'll probably get framed somewhere. I'd say. Have Have you framed them? No, they're sitting in the drawer somewhere there. <laughs> but they will be framed. <laughs> Yeah. Stick, a Marvel, stick, stick a Marvel sticker on them to open the wall in a second. <laughs> uh, Paddy, you're obviously cornering Adam for that fight, and you were originally meant to fight Troy Gibson on it to make your pro debut. But... Oh, buzz at the backstage, you come out, get the gloves fitted. The whole, the whole kind of experience as a whole is just great. And then when you're backstage, ready to walk out, like I got them kind of jitters and goosebumps as we were about to walk with Adam, just because you know you've been there before, you know the feeling. And it's like it's a weird experience and i don't think it's talked about enough like it's the most exciting yet scariest part of a fighter's career where you're just terrified but you're so excited because you're going out to kind of like as if you're an artist you're going out to display your art in the cage so you get to put on show what you've done for the last couple of weeks but at the same time you're like this could go horribly wrong so you just have that <laughs> mad mix of emotions it's a, it's a weird one before you walk and then like you were saying with adam it, it, he got a bit carried away. He was like a boomerang. He also kicked his uh a about forty yards into the into the crowd, and somehow that came back to him as well. So you just funny story about that one. Uh, Bill McCann was sitting in the seat, sitting with his hands like that, and landed right in his lap into his hands. I heard he caught it in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he, <got> it. <laughs> he was probably just destined for him, since he didn't use any wrestling in the fight. <laughs> Big shout out to Bill, by the way, uh, wrestling coach, oh, no. absolute OG. Yeah, Bill's top top dog. Uh, the last two times we've been in London, I think we went for pizza with Bill before the fight nights. So uh, he's a top bloke, big fan. Yeah, this one as well. Him and Connor are heading over to this one. Oh, really happy yeah. days, happy days. That, Connor as well. That is something I want to touch on. Obviously, um, it's a bit of a strange one because you're only given like sort of ten tickets per person uh um how did you decide who you were going to give them to or did you just just you know gauge the interest and went right there you go it was kind of an awkward one because obviously you've only got 10 there's a lot more people that want to go then you've got that people that are always telling you they want to go and don't actually go but i've given five to my family obviously and then a few close friends are going to happy days you count bill and uh connor as uh, family or friends <laughs> they're friends but they are also family yeah. <laughs> just their friends so <laughs> I, I, what about you, Paddy? Was there any? Was there any like, oh shit, can't give it to this person. Better give it to this person job. Mine was just kind of like, yeah, we're kind of close group of mates, and then like it was kind of like force refusal. Like it was just family and friends. So in general, the people who be gone, regardless, like you kind of know yourself when the fight gets announced. Right, there's 15, 20 tickets gone to, and you can list them off in your head. So it was just a case of who who is my closest mates, who's around me the most who's my family all that sort of thing and then just from there like i'm not really pushed about who goes to watch because like you said it's in the bt studio it's on a massive stage they can watch it from home the cameras the cage warriors have they may as well be there you know yeah the funny thing is i know you what's called a you sort of say that but like it's actually such a unique venue to get to fight in that like it's actually almost a cooler thing to say you're in the bt sports studios for the fights like, uh, I always remember Paul Hughes' first walk out in the BT Sports studio. And it does have a weirdly iconic feel to it. I remember uh, Paddy Pimla fought uh, Jordan Espinosa. Was it Espinosa? Juicy J, Baz? Is that, yeah, is that no, Julian Rosa. Rosa, yeah, Julian Rosa uh, in there. And, like, that was a mad fight as well. So, like, it, it's been a bit of an iconic venue for Cage Warriors. So, yeah. the, the funny thing is, we say there'll be less eyes in the crowd, but... Definitely the right eyes from executives uh, and so on and so forth will be on these fights. Absolutely. 
Yeah, that's also the studio where uh, McGregor said to um, John Mendes when he called in saying he'd rest his balls on his forehead. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's the fun fact of the day. Well, that's I'm gonna so, have to, I'm gonna have to... Yeah, go on ahead, Paddy. Sorry, I was just gonna have to say I'm gonna have to sharpen up my Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you can you can rob a few uh, McGregor sayings to Aldo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, this is obviously a big night for Team Rhino as well. Uh, Andy Ryan was over a few weeks ago when James Sheen got the win. Like in the build up to this, what's what's Andy Ryan been saying around the gym in the build up to Cage Warriors one forty seven? Paddy, take it away. Um, you don't want to give away too much. No, he's he's just been kind of same old. Andy Andy doesn't really change during fight camps. He doesn't get emo. You see that a lot with him. There's very few times you'll see Andy get emotionally invested. And when he does, he explodes. Like it's kind of like you see the likes of Reds are picking up wins and Siri picking up wins. You see him in the cage, and that's when he really gets excited. But for the most part, he stays too cool, calm, and collected in 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 training because he wants us to be cool, calm, and collected. So he puts us through our paces. He allows us to. He kind of runs through our game plans. Would work a lot on sort of what your opponents say main attributes is. Now we know we're all mixed martial artists, but. What, what his main attributes are and you implement them into training and he just kind of keeps keeps you level-headed he doesn't make you panic he you know was weird in there like me and Adam are training with James every day of the week and like James look what James is doing in case yeah. like James is surely to God pushing towards the title shot now like they, they need to that's five is it five or six wins on the hop that's six wins in a row five in a row sorry yeah five in a row five, yeah, five in a row and like five yeah that's been the course for the title shot yeah, five wins in a row, and he's uh, and he's beating the likes of Jamie, like who who was fought for the title. So like when we're in there with him every day, learning off him, training with him, like Andy can see the standard we have in the gym, and he just believes in us, and that's the main thing. Like if I show you, I might I might uh, release a few texts out of this, but when I went disappearing there for a while, like every day, every, at least once a month, I got a text off Andy. Where are you? I when he's at the IMAX, you're sending me pictures. You should be here and. He just stayed up because he believes in us, you know. I think it it is great to have Paddy back in the gym now full time, and I I think lately the past couple of months has been a great buzz in Team Rhino. All the amateurs are winning, all the pros are winning. Me, James, Paddy's on the scene. It's great. If the buzz is back. Neil's hanging around training up there. Reds are up there coaching. Neil's coaching. Andy's coaching. I just think it's a great buzz, and we're back, baby. <laughs> then and can't forget about sending. Yeah, of course. All, yeah. all all the boys are uh, doing the business as well. Uh, it, it is great to see. And yeah. uh, like you said, the gym is buzzing. And a special shout out to James Sheen. Like he's after setting the tone now, lads. For uh, the way he beat Jamie Richardson was fairly impressive. So uh, you boys are going to have a lot to li- live up to, especially when you're fighting in his division. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, th- like uh, great. We were talking to Brian Bullen over in London last time out, and he was saying that there is going to be some more shows in Ireland next year. So that's definitely something to look forward to as well, Ross. Yeah, it definitely, definitely will be. Um, Adam, tell us this: you're moving up to welterweight. Is this something permanent, or is this just for this one? And how how are you feeling about uh, not having to cut as much weight? I think so. I think it could be permanent. Jed, the seventy it's just a little bit too much, and the eight weeks instead of training for the fight camp, it's a fat loss camp, and you spend eight weeks losing weight instead of training. So I think it could be a permanent thing. We'd obviously like to do catchweight. Cage Warriors are one of the biggest, the, the biggest promotion in Europe. They don't really do catchweight, so it's either 70 or 77. So it could be a permanent thing. we see how this one goes. I'm looking to fight again then the 34th on the Europe versus America card. See, see what that's like, and then we'll talk then. That's an exclusive, yeah. Ross. 
<laughs> absolutely and and then paddy obviously in terms of body shapes like you and adam darby are absolute polar opposites but uh you're fighting in the in the, in the same weight weight class and uh, what's it like training with someone who's like totally different body shape to yourself and do you think that's a massive advantage that you have it's not a nice way of saying what's it like being a small little fat fella <laughs> no man jesus man like <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, I, I think I think you're you're a beautiful stocky fellow. Right, thanks. Uh, yeah, well, to be honest, it works perfectly for it works perfectly for matchmaking. So, like, if I'm fighting a, a tall, rangy fighter, it, like, who could be better in my camp than Adam? Do you know that way? Or if Adam's fighting a small, stocky boxer, or, or the likes of like I'd ha- like James was fighting Jamie Richardson, who was a boxer, which is my background so like it kind of suits each like to have that many like that many training partners in and then you've like sending as adam was saying like sending's a, a top class kickboxer so like we we have all them different variables that we can like really implement into game plans and into training camps so like and then i think we're all quite exciting for us like if you look at if you look at the track record of me sending james and diary like every one of us come out there to finish your fight like none of us come out there to lay and pray or like like we all come out there like oh, I, i'm not planning on staying in the cage 15 minutes never have done like i always want to get out there and adam obviously showed that in his last fight like you're in there to take someone's head off like because that's what you're doing well you know what they say yeah what's called <laughs> afonso cabral you won't be paid by the minute in there to fight him paddy so uh you know get it done get it done fast and early He's the same. That's he's gonna bring it. And I, I, I watched a couple of his fights, and like, he, he wants to bring it as well. So let, let's have at it. Like four ounce gloves. One of us is gonna go. Do you know what I mean? Like we're going to. I'm not in there to to point fight with him and win on decision. No, I'm Paddy, absolutely not. Paddy hits like Paddy, a truck, Baz. Yeah, Paddy, you're known as a knockout merchant. Like, like in the build up to this fight, now it's your debut. Like it's everyone's could be added into your arsenal with the elbows, etc. Like. Like, what are we going to see now from yourself? Because obviously you competed in a while, but people do know you as a knockout artist. Well, like, obviously I'm a lot more mature now. I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not going to go in there and try to take his head off. I, I know my boxing's there as my bread and butter, but, like, look look at the lads I'm grappling with every day of the week. Look at the lads I'm wrestling with every day of the week. So, like, if if it does come to a case where we're up against the cage, I'm not going to be under any illusion that I need to break off and strike. Like, I'm happy to go to the ground. I'm happy to work my submissions, work my ground game. Like, you look, you're seeing James in his last fight, his ground control is, like, outrageous. Like, when you were putting up with that, and, and Graham, his younger brother, like, the two of them, like, Darby's very good. But the way they just move your hips and control it is extremely good. So when you're with someone like that every day of the week, you, you know where you need to be. You know the level that, that you need to be at for grappling. So I'm under no illusions that if me and Afonso get into it, get into a grappling match, like, I'm fairly confident in my wrestling. But, but the th- some of the things, lads, uh, Team Rhino has now become, like, the almost like the Irish version of Sanford MMA. It's got all, all the top welterweights in the country, and they're all mm-hmm. in there upskilling each other at all times. Uh, Adam, do, do you get do you get that vibe now that you, you have so many different shapes and size bodies and you, you have so many different skill sets within the gym? Oh, absolutely. Like, look, as Paddy just said, the lads were training with, like, but... Like that, yeah. You can pick. You watch the guy you're fighting. We'll sit down. We we'll watch the guy we're fighting. Okay, here's what you're gonna do your camp with, and you can pick out bodies. You know, that's that's where you need to be at. 
Oh, absolutely. And plus, uh, I've seen Adam in the gym, Baz. He likes to, he likes to wrestle with the heavyweights as well. Doesn't no messing with him as well. So it's Paddy, <laughs> Bill McCann's in there, and he's 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 getting these hundred plus kilo lads. I'm like, right, wrestle that fella there. So uh, the, there's no stone left unturned. Um, t- t- tell us this, uh, lads. How, how do you see you getting your hand raised? We'll start with yourself, Adam. I would say late first round or early second round. I think uh, Moshe Aslani, the guy in fighting. I just think a striking, no disrespect to him, but a striking just isn't at the level of mine. I think he will be shooting from the start, and I think I'll catch him with something as he shoots and TKO him then, to be honest with you. And what about, about yourself, Paddy? I know it's not really any secret when you fight, but how do you see yourself getting your hand raised? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm fairly similar to Adam. So, like, when I go in there, obviously, I like to strike. And I just think, like, I, there's very few people I've been in there with that I've hit that I haven't hurt. That's even the even the people I haven't put down from shots, I usually hurt them. Now we have a four ounce glove on. Like and I know it's like going from eight ounce to four ounce, but there's a massive difference. They're only there to protect your knuckles. So like getting caught with them makes all the difference. So I think I do think if I'm standing in front of someone hitting them, I think there's only a, a matter of time. Like there's only so many shots they're gonna take and then it's gonna really start taking a toll on them. So I think the same as Adam, he's gonna start shooting. I think he'll end up getting hurt. But then again, he's in the same situation. He's in there to try to hurt me. He only has little four-ounce gloves on. So, look, whatever way it goes, I don't really go with game plans because I feel like I know what I have to watch out for and I know what I'm going for. But at the same time, I feel like if I go in there and I go, I'm going to knock him out in five minutes and it, and then the end of the fourth round comes and I haven't knocked him out, then you start to think to yourself, you start to question yourself going, oh, no. I didn't go to plan. What am I going to do now? So I just go in there and let it happen. I'll see what happens. You know, if, if I'm hurting with shots, we stay on the feet. If I'm beating them in the grappling, we go to the grappling. And, and that's just the way it's going to plan out for me. There you have it, Baswell. At Cage Warriors 147, the lads are going to unplug the lights. Uh, <laughs> at Cage Warriors unplugged and turn the lights out on their opponents. What do you make of that, Baswell? No, that was that was very well said. Uh, it also just came back to me. Remember, Paddy said last time he'd be the same fire even if it was outside a chipper. Uh, <laughs> just, before we, just before we go, lads, I just want to add in as well. Paddy, Adam mentioned earlier that he'd like to get back on on, on the Cage Wars card in, on New Year's Eve. If you got an early win, would you be interested in that as well? Uh, yeah, a thousand percent. I think this is this is the like start of my pro career i need like this is time for me to go on a roll now i'm back full time in the gym as adam said i'm training it's my main priority like this is this is where we have a go at and i think that's why we're all doing so well so we can see james pushing on towards that title adam's now in the mix where he's like right this is gonna look i'm going somewhere with this now i'm getting the vibe Senan won't be long on pro like he's far now now in the last couple of months like before you know it i think graham should be pro he's just too busy like and it's just before you know, Raw is just going to be boring. Not that the scene is just going to be a flooded team, right? Yeah. So expect the baddest skill teacher in the planet. <laughs> Imagine him teaching on a Monday morning trigonometry. <laughs> trigonometry. <laughs> and then uh, just before we wrap things up, lads, it was Adam Darby's birthday this week. Bell sing him a happy birthday. Uh, start that now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, make sure to check out the lads this Sunday at Cage Warriors 147 Unplugged live in UC Five Pass. Roscoe, take it away, bud. Guys, thanks a million for joining us today. If you have been watching this on YouTube, make sure to like, share, subscribe, hit the bell notifications to catch all the energized content. If you're watching this on UFC Fight Pass, make sure to hit a favor on this one. The lads appreciate it. We appreciate it. And as always, stay energized. Energized, shot. Up the Irish. 
been sussing you guys a couple of times. I've seen a couple of clips. I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moran and that. But I, I, I saw. So keep going. Keep up the good work, guys.